Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Corridor Cast. Now I know what you're thinking. You just put out an episode last week. What's going on? Slow down. There's another episode. I can't handle all this. Guess what? Our good friends Double Motorcycle have put out a CD and the release show is going to be just next week. So I want to make sure that you guys had a chance to listen to this talk and that you knew about the show coming up. So here's the details. It's at the blue side in Frederick. It's January 19th. It's going to be with Samuel Powers and Butterscotch Stanley. If you haven't had a chance to see these guys live, now is the chance to do it. Um, you'll hear in our conversation, they have some really fun things in the works. So don't miss it. I'm going to try to be there unless something crazy happens. And it's going to be a good time. So hopefully if you're a long-time listener, you caught the first Double Motorcycle podcast. So since I'm having them back on for a second time, we try to delve pretty deeply into the album itself, which is just called Double Motorcycle 2. But also they've picked up a new band member, Chris, along the way. So um, we get you will learn a little bit about how all that happened. Real quick, before we get to that, Santa Labrada does have a show, show coming up in a while. It's going to be February 3rd with Eliza and the Organics and Sibling. That's going to be a Joe Squared here in Baltimore. Other than that, keep sending me band recommendations. It's CorridorCast at gmail.com. You can get me on Facebook. You can find me at Kelsey on guitar, K-E-L-S-I on G-U-I-T-A-R on Twitter. So keep it coming. And yeah, I hope you have as much fun listening to this podcast as we did making it. It's always fun hanging out with those double motorcycle kids. Enjoy. Uh, awesome. all, right. all right, so welcome back to QuarterCast, everybody. Um, we're going to check out Demood's video and get right back to you. No, but uh, this, so we're here with Double Motorcycle again. I'm so glad you guys were willing to get on the podcast back again. The way you said again was very exasperated. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. I was trying to be excited. I don't know. My my tone is weird. Some people always think I'm being sarcastic when I'm not. I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, you guys are putting out a new record. The release is going to be super soon. And um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of focus right. on the record this time since we yeah. talked a little bit about background on the first episode, which everybody should check out to yes. get a, a better view of you all. But um, let's do the thing where uh, we get your name and what you play. Colin, can you start? My name is Colin. I play the drums. Oh, I thought that was like, you start like a rat. <laughs> My name is Joe. I play guitar and sing. <laughs> when we have Chris, Chris is yeah. helping us out. Well, Chris, why don't you? Yeah, my name's Chris. I'm helping out. Help <laughs> out. Uh, Help out. I play bass and I email. You play bass and you email, okay. Hey, he's got great email tone. He really knows how to control the conversation. How right. long have you been playing the email? Is that Man, something you've always... It's been since at least Y2K. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. All right. I was ahead of the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump in there with the bass. Um, so how did you get involved with these guys? What what happened there? Uh, so I played in another band, and we went on tour with them maybe two years ago, just a quick weekend. Was and it two years ago? Yeah, it kind of oh, sucks. Wow. It's been a long time. And the other band, what, what's uh, name? We're called Samuel Powers. Um, and so uh, we went on tour, and... Um, Ever since I saw them play, I was like, oh, I didn't know you guys didn't have a bass player. I'll play bass. And then since then, my plan has been to like force my way into the band. And it finally <laughs> happened, I guess, a month ago. Yeah, we needed a babysitter. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who can email? So they're like, hey, you fit the portfolio. So I was like, okay, cool. Have you guys ever used computers or? Not really? 
I, no, yeah. Colin works for a newspaper, yeah. so it's all just... <laughs> <laughs> I use typewriters, but yeah, not right. computers. No, we, we uh, with this album coming up, is this podcast going to be out before next weekend, before the show? Uh, I can I can make that happen. Okay, yeah. so then we'll talk about that, it. I mean... Oh. Yeah, so then the record release is Saturday. Oh. It's a week from today when we're taping this, and uh, it's our second album. We wanted to put together a big band to do it because we go out as a two-piece all the time and people tell us we sound really empty right? i said i feel really empty so it's perfect oh man so well that's sad how are you doing <laughs> let's check in are you doing okay so, better than never good good so, uh, but I, I was gonna say i kind of disagree disagree with that like it's cool you have a bass player but i've always appreciated how you got what you got out of your guitar tone so Actually, oh, let's, cool. let's let's jump into music nerd stuff then. Before, so what when you um, how is your guitar set up when you play on your own? Do you like crank the the bass EQ on it or? Uh, and so uh, I'm as bad at guitar technology as uh, learning typewriters and stuff or email, yeah, computers. But mm-hmm. uh, um, I once we started like playing a lot as a two piece, I got an octave pedal to to bring out like a, a bait lower octave and I like would turn that up to a point where it like wasn't too bad but just bad enough and then I turn the bass on the amp and then turn the reverb and it's you know that's magic no, that, yeah no magic that works magic. actually give me an idea because I'm doing some like kind of at home I'm recording some stuff with a drum machine and, and a guitar only I might steal your idea about using an octave pedal so thank you yeah yeah it's, it's really cool and like the, I have a kind of a cheap one which it's like good for like a cheapy cheapy tone one of the dudes from Samuel Powers uh, Corey like tried to, uh, he was trying to help me up with like a really nice one uh, you know maybe in the future I, I probably should have followed his advice yeah it's, cool. <laughs> it's like way better than mine. the best part is Joe still keeps it on even though I'm playing yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, well. So, like, I saw this meme, uh, and I guess it's meme culture now. But one of my uh, favorite bands is DZ Death Rays. They're from Australia, and okay. they're uh, started as a two-piece, you know, kind of death from above e nineteen seventy nine, but like nineteen ninety nine, and they uh, like expanded to the point where they're like oh, on tour. Let's have like another guy they're playing bass or guitar, and they posted this meme that's like a uh, picture of an octave pedal. It's like when you're playing with an octave pedal and you don't want to admit that you're actually just a bass player. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> me. <laughs> but you guys have a real human bass player, so that's pretty cool. How have how has that affected your your sound? I mean, I know it's pretty new, but like have you noticed uh, any like big changes? Uh well, I mean, if we're going to be honest, we've only rehearsed 3 times I think with mm-hmm. with the with the bass player. Uh, who's sitting right here? His Whoa. name is Chris. That's fine. <laughs> the bass player. That's fine. Um, I don't know. Uh, Chris said this a couple minutes ago, and like for whatever reason, Joe still uses the loops <laughs> in the octave pedal when we rehearsed, and I like I thought it would give you more space to do what you wanted to do, but instead, like you're still <laughs> treating it like it. I'm a creature of habit. I'm not used to it yet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, outside of that, though, it, you can tell a difference, honestly. Right? Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And Chris has been great about learning. I mean, he stepped up. We at this point have two albums worth of material, like clocking in less than 15 minutes. Ooh. But he uh, he learned <laughs> Short all the songs. Yeah, and he's learned all the songs, and it feels good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels great. 
Yeah. yeah. Fuller. And I was kind of like a double motorcycle fanboy for a bit. And yeah. so I saw them play a bunch and it's like I knew what they were trying to do. So when I was kind of like working on my tune, I didn't want something that would be like super crunchy over the top, but something that just kind of blends but still punches because uh, having only one guitar, it's, it's nice to do something that's fills out some space but doesn't overlap what Joe's doing, but kind of supports that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I can make it to the show because I'd really like to see how that changes the whole dynamic and everything. Um, so what was it that drew you to the band? Like, you said you became a fanboy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the... Being able to watch Joe and Colin play on stage is always something kind of special. Uh, and even if you don't know them personally, you watch it and there's just something kind of unique happening. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool, I want to be a part of that. Uh, and I think it's always because, like... I really care about the friends that I do have. And so when I see other people caring about each other the same way that I care about my friends, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so oh, that's that how was sweet. Oh, that's, wow. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the cry. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. So anyway, that's your, guy, your guys' laugh show is bonkers. It's amazing. Um, so h- how did that develop? Did you guys just go in like we're going to have audience participation? Did you guys just go in like we're going to get everybody going or? Let go, let go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, I so it just happened. No, yeah, I I don't know. We very, very early on, it became clear that the stage thing for us was just hot mess time. Yeah. And that's what people told us from the beginning. And then when we were told that it looked like a hot mess, but a fun hot mess, we, were, we just went deeper into that and then eventually became not a fun hot mess. And now we're just pathetic. So, yeah. well, so Joe's actually a pastor now. That's kind of why he's doing all like these things. And so, okay. so he's, awesome. he's, he's, he's so used to like the stage presence and stuff. Like, yeah. Every Sunday morning and stuff. So it's been cool. Uh, there's, there's like, I mean, the probably the, tr- the real or at least a more serious answer is the idea that there's only two of us. So it's, it's always been hard yeah. to get people's attention. And I know Joe, I mean, probably everybody in this room, including you, Kelsey, you've seen projects where there's just drums and guitar or something like that. And you just kind of have a shell of a band or a shell of an idea. And with us, we knew we couldn't make up for all the instruments that are on the recordings. So, you know, it was how can we make things as fun as possible, I would think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so there's a practical element too, as a, as well as like the performance artistic. Yeah, yeah. and with with Joe with the loop pedals and stuff too, we've been able to have a lot of fun with that. And it's just you might not like the music, but we just hope you remember us. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. definitely memorable. And I wanted to ask, so how long have you been a pastor? When did that happen? Well, you know, uh, when my grandmother came back from Florida when I was six, the first thing I said was. Graham, I'm going to be a pastor. And she said, you're the only one to miss me when I came home from Florida. And she still says it every time. So I have a question. So your grandma's name is Graham? Uh, it's Graham. That's cool. It's like Graham Parsons. Okay. But, that's cool. uh, I was thinking like Graham Cracker, but that's funny. <laughs> ah, no, no, he works for the news post. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Shout out to Graham Cullen. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> He's probably out there taking some amazing pictures right now. He always making, is. I'm sorry, making some making, amazing yeah, photos. Yeah. He does, no, he gets mad if you say taking. It's making a photo. That's what he Oh, does he use like Photoshop and stuff? 
I don't know why he says that. Did you make diarrhea's diarrheas? <laughs> I, I made that this morning. I didn't make diarrhea right now. Just so you guys <laughs> Do we know. need to take a break? Diarrhea. No, I'm just going to keep talking yeah, faster. Yeah. <laughs> diarrhea is actually the reason why the live show is so good. It's like they realize it as soon as they get on stage. It's like, well, I got to get off. Nothing <laughs> will give you a sense of urgency like being yeah. on stage. This is why I'm not allowed to use another drummer's stool. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> God. We're already derailed. Um, so it's more focused this time. So has the presentation aspect of like being a pastor kind of how does that mesh up with your? <laughs> so he always has to pack a change of clothes. That's kind of annoying. So I say like you to be cool if you wore the black and then like the collar and stuff. But yeah. he's like it's disrespecting the collar. So I'm like okay, I get it. Yeah. That. So I'm a straight V-neck, We're kind of V-neck preacher. You know, preaching the 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 spoken word of hands. Just kidding, let's put a loom all the way, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on. Is this like a real thing or not even? <laughs> Chris is supposed to be the straight guy. Straight so, man. No, no, no. He's, he's Chris. Yeah. No, Joe is yeah. not a pastor now. Uh, not yet. But, but the thing about my yeah. grandmother is true. Okay. And every time, I guarantee you if she calls me today, she will bring it up. See, Chris is too good death. of a straight man because I totally believe that. Oh, I was no, like, why not? Uh, <laughs> well, no right. jokes from Chris. Yeah, it's 555 Bowers Road and it's Gillette Reformed <laughs> Methodist Church. Gillette Reformed. I, yeah, I reformed. Oh I reformed a big poop. <laughs> That's not very uh, pious talk, I, Joe. I, you know, I, I don't like pious. I prefer cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. supposed to be more yeah. focused. Okay. So let's, let's focus. Okay. All right. Um, you got me. So Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. Really Getting to me. the record, though. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Um, so Double Motorcycle 2. I assume you're influenced by Queen and Led Zeppelin on this one with that title. Yeah, definitely. You know, I thought of that after, but we have a funny story about that title. Yeah, so apparently when you name an album, you can't call something in the name something that it's not. So the original idea... Yeah, like, so we thought it, which is so ridiculous, at least through, we went through CD Baby, Yeah, which I don't, I know that there are a lot of other places you can go, but the idea, the concept for the record was to make a double EP, which we thought would be funny on some level to us, even though nobody... As opposed to an album, yeah, it's a double EP. It's a double EP. So we recorded, it's 11 tracks. Hmm. Uh-huh. Plus the secret track. Oh, can we talk about that? Because I, I, I wanted to talk about okay. that. <laughs> uh, so we recorded 11 tracks, plus the secret track. <laughs> and we were going to split, at least present it, and split it as two EPs, even though that means it's just an LP, it's a full record. So Chris, who uh, has taken over the reins of doing everything worth anything in this band, <laughs> yeah, it's not true. Uh, he uploaded the 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 songs, and we it was going to be called the double EP, and then CD Baby said you can't use EP because you have eleven tracks. Wow, so that's really bossy. Like, I know. who are they to say what an EP yeah. is? That's what I said. So then they they get back to Chris and they say so. It's just going to be called Double. We can't put EP. Now, Double's a stupid name for Super an stupid. album. Oh, yeah. So we were like, Especially yeah. like Double Motorcycle Double. That's like really redundant. Yeah. That actually sounds cooler than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> double Motorcycle Double. <laughs> but yeah, so then it was like, they're like Double. I'm like, all right, that's dumb. So then I put it in the group chat and I'm like, guys, 
DEFCON 1. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. We need to find out a new name, like, now. We, we got, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. They're going to ship it. Yeah. yeah. Because it was, like, they put the uh, delivery on hold. And oh, then wow. they're like, hey, like, we'll try to get everything sent out, like, as soon as possible so we can make a release date. But, like, we have to change this right now. I'm like, okay, hang on a second. And then group checked with the guys, and then we came up with Dublin Recycle 2. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah. yeah, so it's not really. It wasn't an homage to Led Zeppelin, but at this point, the third record will probably be named. Three. <laughs> okay, yeah, why not? Dale Earnhardt, baby. Yeah. <laughs> or, Woo! or double motorcycle, or unicycle. <laughs> that would work too. Or tri- what tricycle. Unicycle. Tri- what's a tri- not unicycle? Tricycle. Tricycle. Yeah. I just see this photo of. I don't. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Oh, Drawer no. empty fireball. Yeah, meeting. sorry. I'm doing like <laughs> social media stuff. Okay. Man, he is taking care of business. I like it. It's the That's best awesome. thing that's ever happened to us. Let's um, <laughs> let's take a quick break and listen to Evil, and then uh, I want to like dig into that song, and we'll uh, we'll get to it. So here we go. So that's evil. Um, while we were taking a break, you're asking me what I thought of the record, and I love it. It's amazing. I, I really like the the bigger drum sound that you guys got. Mm-hmm. That's very noticeable to me. I'm a, I'm not a drummer, but I'm Neither I have I. opinions about <laughs> drum sounds. Yeah. Well, How so, long have you been drumming? And you say you're oh, not sure. yeah, for, forever. But yeah. So you think? Do you think of the well? What did, what did you think? Of? We don't want to interrupt you. What, what do you think? Yeah. No, I really liked it. The 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 drum sounds being bigger stuck out a lot. The guitar sound also seemed a lot bigger because the first one didn't you guys do that like record that in your practice space is that what it was or this one too the same yeah. oh really yeah. oh yeah. no kidding it sounds like a studio to me it really does 
Hey, shout out to Derek Salazar for his hard work as a producer. Nice. Yeah. But we did, but we did, because we did like uh, actually record it in probably less time than the first record. Really? But with more uh, gust, gusto or something. Oh, it was definitely less time. Yeah. yeah. Right? That was mostly live tracks, live tracking drum oh, and, okay. and the guitar. Even two, we were just talking about uh, how we are creatures of habit. One of the songs, which we can get into eventually if you want, we actually the rhythm track we recorded all rhythm guitar and drums together and one of the songs we did with the loop pedal yeah oh, one wow. take it was only one take, one with take. The loop pedal. that's that's tough and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to talk about more of the album in general, but since since it's all fresh in everybody's mind that's listening, let's talk about Evil specifically. Um, so talk about writing that. Did like lyrics come first? Did a riff come first? What what was the process? Uh, that was probably the easiest song we've ever written, though. I yeah. would say that. that. Yeah, that that was one of those that songs where it like, boom, you know, like like when you puncture the shotgun beer, it's just like, psh, it all comes <laughs> out. Uh uh yeah i don't know that's uh it's well the song's like a uh it's an homage to i guess us colin really like we have a tumultuous uh friendship loving band relationship frenemies tumultuous yeah. i don't yeah yeah we really put the malt in tumultuous <laughs> Uh, if anyone's curious about the story about them beating each other up check out their last episode yeah <laughs> wait have we written evil then yet when we did that i don't know was evil a song uh, yeah, that maybe I I don't know. We uh, the the song at least according to Joe, even though Joe has not said this, it was <laughs> it was about this night that we had, right? Yeah, with like a couple yeah, other with, nights with, sprinkled with, in there. Yeah, <laughs> but like the whole. Well, I mean, you you wrote it, dude. Yeah, so that, I don't know. It was it was about it was about me. Oh really? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was Joe. Yeah. It was Joe. It was Joe saying to me, I don't think you're evil, but he thought I was looking for a fight. We were looking yeah. for a fight. Well, I, you know, it's like, we're going to get together and maybe we'll practice, you know, like, but might, might who knows where it goes, but you were looking for a fight because I can meet you tonight old fashioned with our fists, like, it's like, or, you know, fistful old fashioned drinks, like, a, it's an alcohol effort, <laughs> you know, which leads to fighting. Uh, all the time. Often does. Uh, yeah. But, you know, ultimately yeah. it's about love and connections. And uh, uh, Green Party 2020. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh, the reference to Cafe Nola though is real. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Through the window of Cafe Nola. Yeah, yeah well, and the, there's also there's this band mm-hmm. called Wishlist for, uh, that played, and they were one of the best bands I've ever seen. I recommend anybody listen to their EP. They're, it's amazing. I don't know them. I'll have to check it out. Wishlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the guys from Wishlist is in Roswell Kid. <laughs> oh wow. Um, okay. Uh, a great, great band, and I miss seeing Wishlist through the window, but me and Colin are now fighting outside, and I'm throwing <laughs> his drums into the street like Anton Newcomb or something. I don't know who that is. It's probably Jonestown Massacre. Uh, okay. Can you uh, dig it? It's so, was that real? Was there a night where you were actually throwing his shit in the street? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a hardware, yeah. Yeah, hard. I was... A t- it was like a toss. It, it was a throw. I'd be upset if anybody did that to anything that I own. Yeah. yeah. Somehow I'm still in the band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, the only thing that is not about me, which is always a disappointing thing when people ask me about the song, is the little line about changing the tire in McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not about me. 
No. Have you ever changed a tire at McDonald's? That's a, it's a true story. Yeah. But what that meant was changing the Prius at a Lord and Taylor in Philadelphia. <laughs> doesn't run as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Too many work. syllables in Lord and Taylor. But. Have you ever... Ha- oh, I won't tell that, that's, that story. What? When I had diarrhea at Lord and Taylor? Lord and Taylor? <laughs> Joe just told the story. <laughs> uh, but see, I'm telling you, you go to the, the downstairs, they got this basement, they got this really nice bathroom in the back, but there's... There's shit all over the toilet seats. And you're like oh panicking on tour with Ethan Larsh and like sweating and Colin's coming like, hey man, like I tried on this suit jacket, come check it out. And I'm like, no man, got to wipe the seat down in power squat. Oh my God. I did take a video of the sounds. So if you want that. But you didn't incorporate that into the evil video though. No, we uh, should have. I think it's in the background of getting out. I think it's somewhere in the mix. We haven't talked about the evil video. If people want to yeah. see that, go to YouTube. YouTube.com slash evil. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, you, you go into YouTube and you type in double motorcycle evil. Oh. In okay. search bar and then you press search and then it comes up. There. That's easy. So for the video, um, what what was making that like? Like, how did you get that all set up? Like, who was helping you? And uh, we, we had the privilege of working with Jordan Miller. Most definitely. Of uh, Gypsy Cab Studios and ma- many, many other wonderful projects. Uh, and Colin and I met with him. Uh, uh, this place called Wags and talked for I don't know maybe a half an hour and then Jordan just <laughs> was like I'm gonna get this track I'm gonna put this together I'm gonna do this and I was like that's never gonna happen and then like I mean, did it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was at one of the many times in the history of this band where uh, we were like I don't know what's next I don't think we're gonna do anything ever again it's over and, and we had tracked the record that we wanted to put out the record. Uh, uh, I was very adamant about making Evil the single, which I think you agreed with, right? I don't think we ever fought about that. Not that. We didn't fight about that. About that. But then we, when we met, by the time we met with Jordan, I had this idea to do what we did. And Jordan's like, yeah, we can definitely do it. And we, I didn't think he would be able to. And he was because he's amazing. Yeah. And he, and he, like, and he showed up. Early, uh, got all the gear, and, and somehow he pulled it all off in one night. And he works; he works harder than most people I've ever met, yeah. and and it shows in his work. And the idea, like, we wanted our dads there too. That was a you know that's hard to do because my dad's nowhere around here, and yeah, and he happened to be in town yeah. that weekend. Uh, where does he live? Where did he come from? Did he come in uh, from? Where did he came from Pluto. <laughs> no, I mean, like, how, how far was he coming in from? Uh, he can't. We were actually for his birthday. I got us tickets to see Jeff Beck. Oh wow! I love Beck. So <laughs> you on first name and last name basis with them? Yes. And uh, we we did that one night, and I was like, "Can you just stay the next night because we're going to shoot this video and we want you in it?" So that's kind of what happened. So the song comes from. The ba- is based on like your guys' relationship. So why was it important to have your your fathers there? Uh, hmm. uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, this is what this, none of this is gonna make sense. Uh, originally, the first record was gonna be called "You Are Also Me" because my brother's son, my nephew, that's on the cover, mm-hmm. drew a picture when he was little of his dad and tried to spell "You Are Awesome." But he spelled it, you are also me. And so, and then uh, that is carried through. We're, we're all uh, conglomerations of 
who created us. Oh, and, man. Uh, yeah. and all the awesome parts. And, you know, sometimes uh, some of the dark parts too, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and so, it, you know, we might as well celebrate that and embrace it. And, you know, because it's a gift to be alive. Man, that was beautiful. I think we're done. That's, that's it. All right. <laughs> no, no, that that's uh, that's awesome. I really appreciate how you pick up on things like that. Like all that came from just like a a misspelling on a yeah on a, on a picture. It's pretty amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Joe's really bad at taking compliments. He's really bad at taking compliments. Yeah, I think we probably all are. Yeah. We're good at taking dumps. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm all cutting right, out all of the potty stuff. Unbelievable. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So now let's um, kind of take a look at the album as more of a whole. One Another thing I noticed is kind of like, um, it seems like you guys are going in different areas. Like like you have the song with, with the rapper on it. So one question is, who who is that? That's Ricole Barnes. Uh, oh, that's Ricole Barnes. Yeah, okay. he's uh, in the mood. You, can, you should check them out. We toured with them over the summer. We had a great, great set of days with them, even though I don't think anybody liked our band. We had so much fun. <laughs> uh, they liked our band. They, well, they yeah. said they did, at least. <laughs> Uh, See, that's kind of a because I mean, Sin Labrada played with with you three, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's kind of a weird build because I feel like people that are really into music would like both of you together, but like maybe people that were only into one or the other might have a hard time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, ended up booking like you know bars where people just want to go out and hear songs covers. to dance to <laughs> and, and covers. Yeah, and uh, we. You can dance to us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but <laughs> I always do when I've seen you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's nice. So yeah, it was it was recall that that's a really great story too. We've we've told this a few times, but it was we had been waiting on the the album. Uh, like we said, we recorded it in our practice space, but with the producer, the producer we work with, he does not live here. So we were after we tracked it in three days and then he went back to philadelphia so from that point forward we were just sending things back and forth uh and we got to a point where we we're like we need to finish this tonight it was a monday night it was a monday night and uh joe had a couple ideas for guitars i wanted to put some more drums to it even though we didn't keep them <laughs> and uh it was like 11 o'clock and i was like I'm going to text Ricole. Let's have him come over. And the rest is history. Yeah. Somehow he showed up. Nice. And he came through and made it up on the spot, essentially. And, yeah. and now he's going to be at our release show with uh, more members of the moon, maybe sneaking in. I That's awesome. a secret. But. Yeah. And he's also, we when we uh, ran through it with him this week, he added another verse. So we're going to, it's going to be exclusive material. It's a hot sweet track. Yeah. Story mix. No, I can't believe we just came up with that on the spot because it's got a good flow and everything. Like I, I'm into it. Yeah, we love we love also saying that he came in, sat down, listened to the song like 15, 20 times, and all we see is him doodling and typing in his phone, and we're thinking he's <laughs> texting somebody or get me out of here. Why did I come waste my time? <laughs> and then he, like a half an hour later, he stands up and. He has this first. <laughs> he just nailed it in one or two takes, right? Yeah. Well, he doubled it. Actually. Yeah, yeah. That's Double awesome. recall cycle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, it, I guess the hidden track's not really a secret right now. You talked about that earlier. So uh, it, it's a country song. So what's up? 
<laughs> I think it's a country. Am I wrong? No, it's called <laughs> the country. Yeah, I think it's called country. That's the name of the song, the country yeah. song. So, uh, yeah, where'd that come from? Are you a country fan, or was like? I'm a big fan of country. I'm a big fan of pop country. Yeah. Like, trashy mainstream um, pop country did you have a uh what's it called autotune on your voice yes yes that is very pop country the whole thing like it could definitely be distilled down to like a weird al yankovic song yeah 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 no serious and i love weird al oh me too and like uh, derek's like he replaced a bunch of the drums with like yeah yeah. he's like he says, whatever you hear right now, Colin, this is not what you actually did. Right. But it links up with what you're playing. Yeah, it was what I played, but I I don't know. So it's not your actual play. drums. Yeah. 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 There, there's something about country music that just yeah, connects to the heart of America. And so even though this is at the tongue, tongue-in-cheek thing, there is like a real sentiment behind like, you know, breast-stained jeans, mm-hmm. you know, like cracking a cold one. <laughs> You know, floating down the river. So the Rockies, Tap the Rockies yeah. like the Coors Light. Yeah. Hey, mouths are going to turn blue eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we went through a phase, I, like, with rehearsals for, like, two months. Joe would come in and be like, I just wrote another country song. <laughs> I know, man. I <laughs> wanted to put out a whole album of country songs. I know. I was like, next, we're going to be a country band from now on. That's the only way forward. It's either hip-hop or country in 2019. Well, now they're kind of all mixed, mixed together, aren't they? Like, I feel like a lot of country people are doing the country hip-hop thing aren't they yeah yeah when we when we were going back and forth with derek derek at one point emailed us do i have permission to go full florida georgia line on this <laughs> so we told him he did nice. uh, he did so and then the secret track thing is you know growing up as a millennial i don't know if that's what growing up in the 90s yeah. uh, that makes you a millennial you know i would, I, listen, I to a, a whole, I would listen to a whole album uh and then it would still be on, and I'd be like getting up to do something, and then the secret track would come on like way later. Yeah. And I'd be like, "Whoa, this is all right, Alien Ant Farm." Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, I feel like that's not so much a thing anymore. Maybe that's because like albums aren't as much of a thing anymore. Or... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, we we pioneered the double EP. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. With the hidden track. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So um so then is uh is Double Motorcycle three can we expect a country album or maybe yeah <laughs> yeah it's happening you can say pretty confidently yes Dude, I definitely expect something and definitely expect something different cool that's true that's very true you you were talking about the sound of the album and the album as a whole and you asked a long time ago before we went off the rails about it um i remember talking with derek and joe and i've talked about this a lot too kind of felt like these songs were the natural progression from the first one we didn't want to do the first one over again Mm -hmm. and i think we're about ready to take a super duper left turn yeah go fast turn left If we continue on as a rest in peace. Yeah. Well, because but we're getting kicked out of our practice space along with all music ever. But Colin started playing the Wurlitzer. Uh, really? And uh, so we're in a very fun, interesting new writing place. Yeah. yeah. And with Chris here too. Um, yeah. 
That could be some awesome stuff. Well, Expect that's a, no drums. Some of the songs, <laughs> some of the songs on the the new record have um keyboard, right? I'm, I'm hearing mm-hmm. keyboard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, was that you playing it, Colin? No, that was actually our friend named Colin. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. That's it, Colin. It was actually Colin, and he's going to be at the record release show too. He's going to add the keys live on uh, Saturday. Yeah, Colin Schultzenberger of. Uh, of uh, fun the, the Fun Boys and Heavy Lights and um, Silent Old Mountains and uh, he's got long hair and a good beard. Yeah, he's a great stepdad. <laughs> yeah, he is. I guess yeah. from all accounts, his, his idol is Frank Zappa, so that fits. Oh well. boy, there you go. Well, that's awesome. And uh, so, so it sounds like you guys have like some pretty cool things in the work for the re- works for the record release show. Um, is there any more that Sean? you think people should know about it beforehand? Like the little t- tidbits that can get us all excited for it. <laughs> that is the sound of three people thinking. We got shirts. We do. We we have a set of shirts. We're gonna have records. Uh, I don't know. We're. I mean, the band at. I think by the end of the night, Double Motorcycle will have had at least twelve to fifteen people in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. At least. So we have. We're gonna have a lot of other guitars. We're gonna have keyboards. Uh, one or two other drummers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big blowout. So if you can come, that would be great. Tickets are only seventy five ninety nine. That's a but steal. wait, there's more if you come. <laughs> there's more if you come. You can also buy beer. Yeah, and th- oh, oh yes. Yeah, so oh yeah, yeah, the beer. So, yeah. so the so we're at the Blue Side. It'll be on January nineteenth. And the cool thing is, so the folks over at Old Mother Brewing. Um, made a special beer just for Double Motorcycle, and they call it the Tandem Biker IPA that is or Double so cool. IPA. And yeah, we'll sh- I'll show you the the logo. Is- yeah, yeah. and uh, I went to another last night and got it, and it's the best Double IPA I've ever had. That's awesome. But it doesn't taste like any Double IPA I've ever had. So if you like beer, or if you are interested in trying new weird things, this yeah, is the beer for you. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly oh, good. Yeah, like really and because it has pineapple <laughs> and uh, and bike tires. Yeah, yeah bike tires. Yeah, yeah. Can you like um? Can you try to describe but, uh, the pic- Oh, that's strong. But but it tastes like a yeah. So wine punch. so the picture kind of looks like um, uh, who drew it? So I, drew I don't it? know. Chris I like I love that it has you guys in it. That's really that's really awesome. Yeah, I like how. Uh, Joe is so muscular, and, and, oh. and Colin is is he kind of looks thin. Colin kind of looks like a character from like Tony Hawk skateboarder. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. But like mixed with like, uh, he, you know who he looks like? Looks like uh, a young Creed from The Office. He got the glasses Creed, and everything. Yeah. It's just the head shape and stuff. That's cool. There's not as, there's not as many curls as I would like. Yeah, but it does kind of look like you're and like I'm a redhead. Yeah, that's fine. You're good looking. You've got a great shape to your head. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I think you just got straight. You uh, have a soul patch in this. But yeah, but but <laughs> then there's a, Joe looks Asian. Wait, do I always have a soul could patch? Could we put this picture yes. in the in the show notes? Oh uh, yeah, I think I think we can do that. Yeah, send that, that to me. Wait, maybe I'll just use Glenn that as the cover image because that's pretty awesome. <laughs> you you know he. <laughs> <laughs> you do. 
So, so I'm not really a big IPA person. Like, me it's neither. a little um, bitter for me. But would that would I still like this? You think? So the, the really interesting thing is like there's no like super hop to it. So it's not really like the the name double IPA is kind of deceiving. Because mm. my God, I was like, well, like I'll get it because like. I'll get it. You have to. I mean, it's it's and then it's the yeah, beer. and then uh, and then I had it. I was like, okay, I could actually drink this. So I'm actually going probably later tonight to get a growler full because it was that good. Oh, so, sweet! Yeah, and good. it will be available at the blue side. For yeah. yeah, sweet. Pretty so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, awesome. drinkability? <laughs> it's true. Tap the Rockies. Tap the Rockies. You guys went all out. Um, so so we we touched on this a little bit. I always like to delve more into like progression since we're trying to focus on on the album so we talked about like you kind of have some different sounds coming in um different influences coming in so are there things that you like um that you learned or or, or things that you noticed that are much different from from double motorcycle to you versus double motorcycle oh chris is are you taking taking a picture of the awesome hair yet Uh, what (laughs) Oh. Joe has like a, a mohawk without uh, having a mohawk right now. Take that posterity. <laughs> I, I, I think for the record, part so part you were asking about the live show. Yeah. And uh, so the first album, we were like, yeah, let's just do this thing. I don't know. We'll make it. And I was like, I want a band with 10 people singing in the background. And then like playing live and touring as two people in a Prius. It's really hard to fit everybody in and, yeah. and the horn section. So it forced us to kind of develop the new material just as a two-piece. And using the loop pedal and stuff, uh, we kind of built stuff around that. So that really informed the sound of the songs that stretch out a little bit more on the new record. Mm-hmm. And, and it also uh, kind of had a more focused, uh, more of a focus on just the two of us and the relationship between just the drums and the guitar, you know, rhythmically as opposed to... Uh, relying on like oh this is planning to be a 10-piece band it's like we're a two-piece band now we've recorded this now let's add the 10-piece on top yeah (laughs) so you're kind of it it sounds like you're kind of learning a little more like what you can do with the two-piece and then do in a recording environment yeah 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 And, and like when you have a loop pedal you can just like make a loop and then like like bye just keep it going They don't even realize I'm not even playing when he practice now. <laughs> That's <laughs> happened a lot, yeah. I, Like, when you listen back to the first record, I don't know. It, it's in, the, A lot of those songs I think Joe had had before we even got together. Like, a lo- Lollipop has been played by... Yeah, Chainsaws. Yeah, and Seenock will play it. But it became something else when sure. Double Motorcycle... We, Oh, and uh, added a lot of flavor. (laughs) I mean, with that said, then maybe like to sum the answer to that question up, this was a record that came solely from the two of us being in a room, whereas the first record was Joe forcefully put a guitar amp into my drum space (laughs) and said, I want to I want to play some songs. So like he would just bring in songs and like these songs on this new record are kind of us hashing everything out and especially with something that's why evil is a special song to us because that that just i don't know how or why but it just came together so easily Mm -hmm. so quickly yeah i don't know and when we played it i remember the first time we played it out 
because of that drum beat. Like, remember, there was somebody who we won't name (laughs) who who rushed the stage and was like, oh, my God, this is. And we kind of felt like that set the tone for whatever we were going to work on from that point forward. They were just so excited. They they ran up as uh, what? Yeah, I think in the middle of the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. like, oh, high five you! I'm playing the song. Yeah. I'm going to high five. So, yeah, I don't know. We wanted to be much more. I, I don't want to say complicated because it's not all that complicated, but we we wanted to have more textures, I guess. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I hear that. More textures. Like, there's still the same hooks. There's still, like, well, maybe there's more play between the drums and guitars, but it just seems like it seems like an evolution and, like, more of what you guys were yeah. about on the first one. Yeah, I don't think we can take that sound any further, which is why we're going to put out a country record. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. Um, uh, I'm gonna consult my notes. Give me one second. I think I grass changing in my laundry yesterday. Yeah, I think I. I think I covered. Cost me a told one. Somebody cost me a told one. All right, I think I covered all the things that I had like in, in mind to cover. But um, is is there anything else? Or are there any like cool stories you have about ac- the actual recording process? Or like any any interesting things that that you think people might need <laughs> to know? <laughs> I don't know if it's that. There's one definite. I don't know. Story. We don't we don't need to get into anything. What's, we won't get into that. It was uh, it was just a very. It was an intense week. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, when we were when we did the uncapped podcast we talked about this sunday morning when i was i i stayed up all night drank anyway yeah but you like we're drinking and cleaning so we came in and you were like what's up guys i organized all the all the notes i was like thanks colin we got from here dude yeah one o'clock in the afternoon after i had passed out in a chair and they said you gotta go home or else we're not gonna finish the record so. i appreciate your ability to drink and clean though that's that's i can only clean when i drink <laughs> wow I, like isn't that a thing do you do you feel the same joe i know you have a history with cleaning and drinking but yeah well yeah absolutely yeah i mean it's what can i say i'm really cleaning up these days I, I don't get it. A shout out to Andrew Bravo for playing bass on the record. That's right. He yes. did a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we definitely want to, because that guy just came in. Literally, like, called, like. We played the songs boom. once together. Once. And then we were like, hey, show up tomorrow. And then he showed up and uh, did it. Feet on the Ground wasn't finished when we recorded it. Uh, that's the one with Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be, uh, to be honest, I. You know, I've, uh, Still not well, yeah, <laughs> but me and Derek stayed up all night and kind of hashed out the lyrics to that. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, so I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what it means when I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that when you write, you put words together and then you find out what they mean later? Is that like, uh, yeah, sometimes like, yeah. uh, not, not to, you know, whatever, like first thought, best thought, the Ginsburg, um, thing. You know, like, like, get it out, blah, 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 that's out there. And then, oh, wait, that, oh, that's resonating. That means something. And then, like, 
if it's like something evil that just comes out, it's like, oh, oh, that was like a real thing that just came out. Somehow we wrote that in an hour. And then other times it's like you, you, you kind of evolve after just getting it down. Because otherwise, like when I try and think too hard about what we're writing, uh, it takes nothing gets done. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Paralysis by analysis, they say. Yep. And that's a real thing. This band sure. was founded on the notion of first thought, best thought. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Even though first thought is not always the best thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go with it, you know, like, yeah, instincts don't stink. Yeah. But we do. <laughs> <laughs> I got to poop, man. The urgency. That's, that's, on, that's our new Instagram bio. <laughs> this band doesn't stink. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, okay, I guess we should wind things down so you can go to the bathroom. I, I want to wind it up, not down. <laughs> Spray and pray, baby. Oh, I can't wait. So, you know, um, you know that I structure this by ending with the question about what advice you would have, but since I've already had um, two thirds of you on to answer this question, I'm going to adjust it a little bit and say, uh, well, actually, I want to get your answer too, Chris. So okay, I'll ask you a different one. So let's start with Chris. What advice would you have for like someone just starting music or someone younger who might be interested in, in starting a band but hasn't oh, yet? Wear socks that cover your whole feet, weirdo. <laughs> oh, they're, not, they're called niches. Oh, okay. So I can still wear socks without wearing socks. Okay. <laughs> How do they stay on your feet, though? Don't they slip down? They got, they got little grippies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For the video simulcast. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what advice do I have for people? Um, become a fanboy. <laughs> become a fanboy, and everything will be okay. Uh, no, I'd, I'd say a fan person, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, realized you're like the Henry Rollins of this band. This is you're the Henry Rollins of this Black Flag. Holy <laughs> shit! Chris is going to be way more successful. That's way cool. more jacked. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I, I just, you're going to give speeches at colleges. I just got my gym membership. That's awesome. There you go. Nice, dude. Um, oh. I say just to make sure I always have fun and make sure that like the people that you're doing stuff with want to do it the same way you do. Because I think that was that's what made things easy for Joe and Colin was that they both wanted to do it. And I think when, even like, in, I think being in a band, a lot of people don't get it, it's, it's like being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So like, you need to make sure everybody's on the same page because if you're not, that just causes discourse and you start hating that person. And then you, you can write cool songs like Evil or you can end up like trying to like kill somebody. So you don't really want to do either of them. Both. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> You'll, uh, like, reenact the video in real life. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just say just make sure you know who you're playing with and just, you know, make sure those people are either like-minded like you or that you can kind of uh, be on the same page with what you want to do. It just makes things a little easier. Cool. Okay. So, Joe and Colin, um, the question I want to pose to you guys is, so what did you learn about making this last record that you think people might find useful? Uh... I, what, what were you just doing there? It was. Oh, I get it. Was he writing? I don't know. I don't know. Some sort of pantomime. Yeah, he yeah. just threw me off. Sorry, Colin. So we're playing charades. For the people that aren't uh, getting the simulcast right now, yeah. Chris has his shirt off. Uh, and he's using he one. Like a centaur. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, your sign, Chris? Virgo. 
A Virgo. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Can you? I'm. I'm. So, Chris honestly threw me off. Can you? What was the question? Again? <laughs> so what is? It's just. It's just a little more specific. What did you learn about making this record that oh, you that, think would be useful to people new to this? Or well, we and you know what's funny is I. I remember specifically saying this on the corridor cast with you the first time we did an episode. And Joe, this is if there's one prevailing thought that Joe and I both agree on and believe in it is always the Olivia Harrison quote what is the secret to not getting divorced you don't get divorced <laughs> yeah, that's the secret you don't break up yeah. yeah that's the secret to not getting divorced is you just don't break up mm-hmm. uh, and what the fruits of sticking it through and, and and not giving up which i think we both wanted to do many times yeah. uh now is encompassed in this record um and i've said this to you guys i've said this to you and derek before but to me this record uh it's really the proudest thing i've ever done artistically i think um a lot like this this album is our heart and soul and it's probably more Joe's soul than anything, but to be a part of it, it has made it worth it uh, to go through everything. And it makes me very uh, fulfilled to to be at the end of this. And I kind of feel like it's the end of a phase in uh, this band. Hmm. And whatever is next will be radically different. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. But that's just me, and I've brought down the room. <laughs> well, it'll definitely be radical. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just closed a $13,000 deal on a bathroom. <laughs> Let me tell you, I can get you into the bath of your dreams and for payments as low as one twenty-five a month. So that's give me amazing. a call at 844-LUX-BATH, and you know, let's make your dreams come true. Sound good? <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. All right. I want a fancy bathroom. We don't have one. All right, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> Let's show you the simulcast. Um, so you have nothing to add? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Something about bathrooms. I listen to Sam Harris. I'm not an atheist. But, uh, you know. So, wait, though, hang on. The question was... <laughs> <laughs> the question was, like, what did you learn about making uh, Double Motorcycle 2 specifically that um, that you think would be useful for people or, you know might be good to know or even that you wish you had known beforehand uh, uh I, I kind of i kind of already said it really okay. and, and like uh yeah just work uh work work hard plan plan like mm-hmm. it's not something i learned before making this record and but after making this record i'm like oh wait all i had to do was just plan my time out a little bit better and then i'd be way less stressed out mm-hmm. about Call or Cole. We need a rap first right here. I don't know what to do. Let's put guitar here. Uh, but, you know, I think, I don't know. I think the album might benefit from the frenetic energy. I just. There's something that I've always thought too, especially as we would go through mixes, bouncing back and forth in email, and I would find myself alone listening to them. And, Joe, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this or if you've thought about this, but I, I think about it in the context of like 10 years from now. And I, you know. I'm like, wow, I was in a band once, and how is that? And when you look at this record, I think that I'll be proud of it in 10 years. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and Colin, do you think you'll be more proud of it in 10 years than you are now? Probably. Because I, I think, Joe, and I know you feel like this, like we're pretty much done with these songs. <laughs> <laughs> We've been performing them live for long time. a yeah. long time. A bit. So January 19th will be the last time, and the first time <laughs> we'll play all these songs uh, in the same time. Yeah, from then on, it's all Wurlitzers and country uh, <laughs> songs. Organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm looking Y'all. forward to that. I love me a Wurlitzer. Well, congratulations on the album. It sounds so good. I love it. And um, yeah, I hope that the release goes very well. And I'm planning on being there unless something yeah, crazy happens. Yeah. So. You can check us out at SantaLabrata.com. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep, everybody visit that. All right. Thanks so much, guys. 